I'm Marcia. Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. The title of this message is Cancel His Victory Dance. Hand those feelings of discouragement, anger, and frustration up to God and drop them in His hands. Stop allowing the devil to dance over you, hitting trigger points that knock you out of character. Do not allow him to have the victory dance over your life. Remember, God is still present. All you have to do is reach out. It says in James 1.22, But be you doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. When we are doers of God's word, we no longer do these things that separate us from him. We hear what his word tells us, and we apply it to our walk, and it becomes a part of us. We will feel the right of it in our heart. I'm going to speak about David again. David made mistakes along the way in his life, but he did repent of those sins and make it right with God. David had many experiences in his life. Most of us won't experience half of these things. He did deal with many issues being the king. But let's back up before he became king, after he killed Goliath. Let's start where he was pursued by Saul. Saul was jealous of him. Saul was angry that he was rejected. And he was after David. He tried to kill David. David was his son-in-law. David was best friends with his son. And it was Saul's son, Jonathan, who was very loyal to David and told David that his father was after him. How frustrating and tiring it must have been for David to be running from someone who was out to kill him constantly because they were jealous and they didn't want him to have the throne. Something to remember. God was present during these escapades of Saul hunting David like a wild animal. And at one point, God delivered Saul into David's hands to do with what he would. 1 Samuel chapter 24. After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told David is in the desert of En Gedi. So Saul took 3,000 chosen men from all Israel and set out to look for David and his men near the crag of the wild goats. He came to the sheep pens along the way. A cave was there, and Saul went in to relieve himself. David and his men were far back in the cave. The men said, This is the day the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish. Then David crept up unnoticed and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Afterward, David was conscience-stricken for having cut off the corner of his robe. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should 
do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, or lift my hand against him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. With these words, David rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went his way. Then David went out of the cave and called to Saul, My lord the king. When Saul looked behind him, David bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. He said to Saul, Why do you listen when men say, David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not lift my hand against my master, because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, look at this piece of your robe in my hand. I cut off the corner of your robe, but did not kill you. Now understand and recognize that I am not guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me, and may the Lord avenge, and may the Lord avenge the wrong you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you. As the old saying goes, from evil doers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom are you pursuing? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May he consider my cause and uphold it. May he vindicate me by delivering me from your hand. When David finished saying this, Saul asked, Is that your voice, David, my son? And he wept aloud. You are more righteous than I, he said. You have treated me well, but I have treated you badly. You have just now told me of the good you did to me. The Lord delivered me into your hands, but you did not kill me. When a man finds his enemy, does he let him get away unharmed? May the Lord reward you well for the way you treated me today. I know that you will surely be king and that the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hands. Now swear to me by the Lord that you will not cut off my descendants, or wipe out my name from my father's family. So David gave his oath to Saul, then Saul returned home. But David and his men went up to the stronghold. You can read about Saul's rebellion in chapter 15 of 1 Samuel, and you can read about David's anointing in 1 Samuel chapter 16. And the story about the cave that I just read can be found in 1 Samuel 24, 1 through 22. David continued to do work for the Lord. He continued to seek the Lord for direction. He didn't just sit back and wait for Saul to come and attack. But he was aware when Saul was on his trail. We have to carry on each day and face what the Lord places before us. We can't have a give-up spirit. Sometimes we make it easy for the enemy because we react to those things 
that he places in our path. And when we react, it throws us off kilter. It gets us out of character and we don't think straight. We can rebuke him in the name of Jesus and cancel his victory dance. He does not have to have the victory over us because we can always call on God and ask him to take over, put the situation in his hand and ask him to fight our battles for us. Remember to do your best to honor God in how you live and how you react to these things. Lay your troubles at God's feet. Trust him to handle the situation. You can come to the Lord with filthy garbs and a lot of baggage. He's not going to turn you away because of how you look and what you carry on you. But he does expect you to leave it there with him. And we can all do that. Grab our baggage and our filthy garbs, stand before him, and ask him to forgive us our sins, and then turn away from them and don't go back and do them again. But when you do that, don't turn around and take your baggage and your filthy garbs with you. Leave them with God so that he will clean you up and you can start fresh and anew. We often make that attempt to do that with the Lord, and then we pray and ask him to take care of situations in our lives. But then we're wondering, well, why did that answer never come? What's going on? Well, just make sure that when you walked away from him, you did not carry the baggage back with you and the filthy garbs, because those filthy garbs and that baggage contained your sin. And if you're going to go right back and do the same thing all over again, You've defeated your purpose in standing before him and unloading it in the first place. The idea is to leave it with him, ask for forgiveness, be cleaned of all sin, walk away, and continue in that clean state, living for God. Then, when you pray and ask for something, you will see answers come to pass. If you are in alignment with him and you are serving him, your prayers will be answered. And while we're on the subject of repenting, there's more to it than just asking for forgiveness and receiving that forgiveness. You also need to be baptized. It tells us in Acts 2.38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 4.12 tells us, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So I am saying that the Word tells us to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Not everybody will listen to that. Not everybody will do that. But that is what the scripture tells us. I can only inform you of it, but you have the free will whether or not you will do it. We do not have to give the devil victory over us at any point in time because we always have God on our side. So I encourage you to stop letting him have the victory dance on your life. When things go wrong, 
when terrible things happen, troubling times come, whatever is going on, God knew it was coming before you did. So take it back to him in prayer and ask him how you need to handle it. Ask him to lift the weight up off of you. Ask him to resolve the issue for you. And by all means, ask him to get the devil off of you. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus and stop allowing him to have the victory dance on your life. My closing prayer. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I come to you and I ask that you will pierce hearts with accuracy of your word and how you want them to live. I'm asking you to remove the deception from their eyes and from their spirit, that they will see clearly your move in their life, your manifestation in their life, day to day, the little things that they go through, and they think they're alone or nothing's happening exciting in their life. I'm asking for your hand to be present. Let them be aware of your presence. And I pray that that will be their deciding factor to turn their lives around for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen.